Next, we will have our scripture reading taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 2 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in a day of Median's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment, robe and blood will be destined for burning, will be fueled for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Next, we will have Reverend Kelly uh, with her sermon presented to us this morning with the topic, Come, Be the Light. Thank you. Shall we all come to our Lord in prayer? Father in heaven, we give thanks to you for this opportunity to listen to your word. We pray that you come and teach us your word so that we may live out your word in our daily life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, what's so special about Lighthouse? What's so special about Lighthouse? In daytime, in night times, so special, nothing except the light. If the Lighthouse doesn't have the light, then it will be so dangerous, meaningless. And lighthouse is very important for the mariners to show them where is the dangerous shallows, where is the rocky coast, and guide them to be in and out of the harbors. So the message from the lighthouse is very simple. Stay away, stay away, don't, don't so close to me. Because here is the dangerous point. Come and follow this way. Come and follow this way. Because you can follow this way to come, to go in and out of the heaven. So in our lives, when we sail on the ocean of life, we need hope also. We need someone to assure us where is the right way and to keep safe. Prophet Isaiah will give us the answer. And when we read book of Isaiah, we might feel that it is very long, 66 chapters, and this is not like Psalms, very long, but we can put it in a simple way. From chapter 1 to chapter 39, it is about judgment. 
which is about judgment. And chapter 40 to 66 is about comfort. Okay? God will judge the Israel, Judah, and the whole nations. And God gives the comfort, comforts his people also. When we read chapter 9, chapter 9 is in the part regarding judgment. But we'll see that, wow, chapter 9, uh, there is light in the darkness. There is light. There is hope when we read about judgment. We give thanks to God for His grace. In chapter 9, verse 2 to 9, we will see a light in the darkness of today's life. Why? Because his people, God's people, turn to, turn to the spirits, turn to the mediums, but they don't turn to God to ask for answer. They search for the mediums. Why my life is so hard? Huh? Is there anyone who can help me? They look for the idols and they pray to the idols. They do not turn to God. They look for partners as friends in the battles, but they do not really rely on Jehovah. That's why God puts His people into judgment. And their lives are so terrible that time, will be so terrible. This is what will be is prophesied by Isaiah. What they are proud of was, will be taken away. They are proud of themselves as the people of God, as a chosen people. They were protected. God will protect them from any attack from their enemy. But right now, Israelites and Babylonians will come and attack them. The whole country will be destroyed, collapse no more. They are so proud of their own family, their tribe. Because they stick, uh, they stick to one another, they support one another. But during the attacks, during the battle, they all scatter. Either they are, they die in the middle, they die, or they are so, they are so hurt, then might be they are captured as a slave. So what they are proud of was being destroyed, being taken away. Their lives are, they, they are so miserable. They are so distressed. They are like people walking in the darkness. But here comes in chapter 9, verse 2, you see that the words reading that you have enlarged the nation. The, the, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. So brothers and sisters, Isaiah prophesies the dark in the darkness there is a light. And it is a great light that brings joy and increased joy. In verse 3 we will see that you have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice in the harvest as warriors rejoice in their dividing plunder. Why? It is described as in the harvest. 
Because when one person, when a person come and and say, "Wow, what I have so hard working for a few months in the farm. Now is it okay? Is the time for me to to have harvest now?" So when they harvest once, wow, so happy, so joyful. Two times, two, three, four, and it is not enough time for them to finish the harvest before the end of the season. They are even more joyful because there is a big harvest. And the other illustration is the warriors rejoice when they divide the plunder, when they win the battle. So happy they win the battle, they are still alive. When they can divide, this is yours, this is mine, and this is his. We are so happy because we are not only alive; we can have extra income also. Joyful. There is an increased joyful in the life of those people who walk in the darkness and see the light promised by God. How can this happen? How can this happen when we read verse verse four? Can can the uh, help me for the PowerPoint, um, chapter nine, verse four? When we see, read chapter nine, verse four, we will see that for as in the day of uh, of Midian's defeat, you have stared, you have shattered your yoke. And burdens them that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in the battle, and every garment rolled in blood will be destined, will be destined for burning, will be filled for the fire. Brothers and sisters, this is the reason why. The people walk in the darkness, and they look and they see the light. They are so happy. They are so joyful, because this is the the illustration of the final victory. Israel will be free from yokes, bars across their shoulders, and also the rod used by their enemy to beat them will be destroyed. They were so happy, and this is the victory. The end. The final one. That means no more battle. Whatever they use in the battle can be used to pretend can be turned. They they can burn it already. No, then they do not need it anymore. Will be used as a fuel for fire. In our days, in our today's daily lives, we might face problems that increase our distress. That we feel so miserable, we feel that we are living in darkness. Also, some people they are they feel that they are living in darkness because of high living expenses, because they lost their family members, because they faced some bullying, some abuse, because they are lack of support in their marketplace. Brothers and sisters, there is an increase of sixty percent of suicide cases in our country from January to July. In our country, 
That means a lot of people that feel that they are walking and they are living in the darkness. This number is keeping increasing. Don't lose hope, brothers and sisters. Let us remind ourselves about the prophecy of Isaiah. Tell us that the light will come and our difficulties will be over, will be overcome, will be cut, will come to the end. Because we all know that God promised us that He will open a way for us to go through. And if we trust that this God will open a way, let us to go through, then we trust Him in our today's life. Even though it's hard, but don't put ourselves into hopeless. In chapter 9, verse 6 to 7, we'll see the second reason. Not only for our today's life, the light in our today's life, but the true light that will bring us to eternity. That is the true light God will give, bring to us. In verse 6, we'll see the reading like this. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign in David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it, with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So in verse 6 to 7, we'll see that we will have a clearer picture about this light. The, prophe the prophecy says to us that the true light will bring eternal kingdom. Through New Testament, we know that the true light is Jesus Christ. He is the descendant of King David. And through his life, we acknowledge that Jesus is the wonderful counselor. That he gave counsel to those who are in need, who come to him in miserable life. Then he counseled them and lead them to a fruitful and meaningful life. He is the mighty God that His believer can trust in Him that He will bring them in victory. He is the everlasting Father. His resurrection from the death assures to us that His kingdom will last forever. This shows to us that God will keep the promise, His promise to King David also. And we see that he is also the Prince of Peace. And his foundation, the foundation of his kingdom is justice and righteousness. Jesus Christ is a true light. Brothers and sisters, do you still walk in the light? Do you walk in the light or you are walking in the darkness? As we believe in Christ Jesus in our heart, as we receive Jesus as our Savior, 
Let us continue and remind ourselves to walk in the light, in the light but not to swift between the darkness and light, the darkness and light, but continue to walk in the light. Somehow we all and we acknowledge that we are we are sinful, we are sinners, and we are weak. We will fall down, we will go astray somehow, sometimes. But remember that there's a promise to us that God will cleanse your sins. Come, come back to Him and continue to walk in the light. So that we can be, we can be the light. We can shine when we are together with non-believers. The last sentence in verse 7 tells us that the zeal of Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Tell us that the this God devoted, He is so desire, He has the passion, He's devoted Himself, He wants to accomplish this. He wants to make sure that these prophecies come true. Not only through Jesus Christ, but also through Jesus Christ in our life, He wants every one of us to be the light. The prophet, the reason that God is so passionate, so on fire to do this, because He loves us. He can't stand to see that people walking in the darkness, hopeless. He can't stand. He can't continue to say, no problem. No. This is a God with love. He loves us so much that He's, He's he will tears because a lot of people commit suicide. He feels that a lot of people are so lonely, hopeless. That's why his zeal will make sure that this prophecy will come true. Not only through Jesus Christ, but also through the work of the Holy Spirit in our life, He wants every one of us to be the light in our daily lives, in our societies also. So, are you willing to be the person that will bring the light into the darkness? Are you willing to be the light in the darkness of the people who are around you? Let us pray to God that we will have the passion like Him also. We will have the passion and the zeal like Him also. We can just simply change a little bit in the Word of God like this. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. We can change it. The love of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Because His love is on fire. His love is so wonderful and so special to each and every one of us. Heavenly Father, you are, your zeal have accomplished this through Jesus Christ. But right now, I'm living in this world as a disciple of Christ. Please help me to be on fire, to have the zeal, to have the passion to bring the light into the darkness too. Let this Advent season be so meaningful that I prepare myself 
like Jesus to bring the light in the darkness. I bring the light into the darkness of the life of people so that the coming Christmas will be so, will be a celebration because I bring someone else who is non-believers who are blacksiding back to worship him, to know Jesus is the true light. Because I'm helping someone who tends to commit suicide, who tends to have to feel that my life is hopeless, to be a fruitful person, to be, to live an abundant life in Christ. Let us turn to our God in prayer. Father, we give thanks to you because you are the light and you give us a chance to be the light in the darkness of our friends who still are non-believers also. We pray that you stir our hearts. Always remind us to pray and to care for them until one day he is ready that we may share our testimonies to him or to her, that he will turn to Christ because of your work and because we are willing to be used by you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.